So here we are, episode eight of African and American with your girl, Six the Goddess. And now keep in mind, I'm a goddess and I'm sensitive about my shift. Every week when I get on to record the episode uh, for that week, I just feel like it's a family reunion going on. I just feel like we're reconnecting, we're building. I love it. Um, I wanted to start this week's show off with a discussion of activism because this is something that is growing in popularity. And I feel as though there are certain energies that are being misdirected. And I just wanted to kind of talk about that because people ask me all the time, like, you know, Six, how come, you know, you're not doing quote unquote activism work? And I'm like, well, Let's look at what your definition of activism is. And I'm not talking about the Webster's Dictionary version. I'm just saying just common sense wise, just person to person. What is activism? Because there are a lot of activists that are very active, but not making much progress, if any progress. Okay, I don't do typical cliche activism work because... I'm not about to be shaking hands with police. I'm not about to be, you know, shaking hands with white folks and reporters and all in their face. I'm just not going to do all that. To me, that is the opposite of the revolution. The revolution is separating ourselves from them completely. The revolution is keeping them out of our game room. Okay, there's lots of activists that Black Lives Matter all day and then go home to a white woman. (laughs) There's lots of people that are activists that Black Lives Matter all day, but have baby mamas, but are still having children, women they have not married. So that 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 type of stuff right there, I don't really understand. Because to me, if you're not doing what matters and what is important to build your people, build your nation, to create strong families, which strong families are the foundation of any success of any nation of people, then you're doing this like, you know, to shake your ass on stage, like to be seen. Because you're not really, you know what I'm saying? There's a whole lot of people that are activists, but then still praising Jesus. Activists, but still giving all your money to the church. You know, I can't get with that shit. I'm, I'm about real African nation building. And that, that's my choice. That That's something that I, I have decided for myself. I'm not saying that, you know, if you ain't doing things my way, you wrong. I'm just answering this question for people that have asked that to me and why, why I don't do that. Because... Half of the stuff, you know, that people are on, I'm not on that. You know, I, I, I stopped going to like community meetings, community forums, because they on that kumbaya shit. I'm not on that kumbaya shit. I'm not on that kumbaya shit at all. I'm on a tip where we are very selective, very strict about the Africans that we build with, invest time and energy into. I'm very, very particular on who you marry, why marriage is important. I'm very, very strong on families. I'm very, very strong on our natural beauty, embracing our natural self. So, you know, if you still on Jesus and swirling and love is love, then we don't have anything to talk about. This is where our relationship stops. I mean, we still family, but what you on and what I'm on are two different things. So, you know, that's the answer. We we don't want to have back to school drives for single mothers that cannot afford to buy school supplies for all their children. What we want is to encourage and build strong families so that we do not need back to school drives. So we do not need food drives. 
so that our households will all have both parents and even the households that don't have both both parents will still have strong support systems will still have African mindsets like that's the type of shit I'm on the type of activism I'm on is the feminine renaissance which says that us as women are going to stop giving children to men that are have not married us or that we don't even know if we want to marry them that's the real revolution that's the real change real revolution real change is saying me as a black woman I value my power and my feminine healing enough that I'm only going to give it to the black man who really needs it and who I really understand Okay, that's activism. That's the real revolution. Those are things that actually give us progress. Those are the things that help us actually see change within our communities. I'm not a shaking my ass activist. You know what I'm saying? You doing things for show, but you ain't showing us nothing. It's tax time right now. Everyone's gotten their little bonus checks. Excited, you know, be able to shop, catch up on bills. But I just wanted us to take a look into financial literacy. Um, Too many times we end up in these cycles of brokenness. And what I mean by that is we usually adopt our financial knowledge from our parents. You know, most of the time, the way your parents were with money, you will repeat that same cycle. A lot of our parents simply did not have access to the knowledge that they needed to be financially literate. Now that we are in the age of knowledge, we can start to break these cycles. I I like to be realistic when it comes to us as a people, you know, setting ourselves up to be financially stable. At the end of the day, We cannot eat, we cannot have a place to lay our head if we do not have the cash. I mean, that's just a reality. So do we want to make money be overly important? Not necessarily, but we still need to understand that this is something that we definitely need to sustain our families. So, you know, too many times I see like in, you know, investor investor seminars and books and, and classes and they're like, oh yeah, so... You know, you should just buy a house and then rent it out. And then, you know, you should just buy some real estate. And I'm like, okay, are we ignoring the fact that majority of people have fucked up credit? Majority of people do not have the, definitely don't have the cash to be putting down on properties. Suggesting that multiple people get together to put their money together to, you know, invest in real estate. Um, can also be difficult because there are a lot of people who don't have a circle that they know and trust like that to do things like that with. So I just wanted to give some realistic encouragement for all our people, you know, which is mostly going to be single parents. Um, If you get the refund, let's, let's just start with baby steps. Why not start with a small online business? Okay, I, I, as y'all know, I'm a stylist and I really pick the brains of my clients because majority of my clients are middle class, you know, pretty well off people. So I like to talk to them because I like to hear things from a horse's mouth. And 
I have clients that buy things from the thrift store and then resell them on eBay and Amazon. I think that's a great idea. I'm talking about people that go to the thrift store on dollar day, buy a shirt for a dollar or two and resell it on Amazon and eBay for, for 15 bucks. Okay, you know, you can easily, I mean, like I said, let's just take baby steps. We can easily and realistically be making between $1,500 and $2,000 per month working for an hour or two or a, a day online where all you need is a laptop and a printer to print out shipping labels and some envelopes. And that's it. And, you know, that at least covers rent, you know, rent our car notes. So then we can start saving money to be able to do bigger things with investing and growing our money and building wealth. Too many times people want to educate you about financial literacy, forgetting that there are so many people literally living paycheck to paycheck. There is no money to invest. There is no money to save. So we, we have to first start creating other streams of income so that we can have the funds to make these moves because the reality is that it takes money to make money there ain't no way around it no matter which way you flip it or turn it it takes some kind of money to make money it's all about making that profit you know i and i'm speaking to the people right now who are living a real i'm speaking to the working class you know in small steps that we can take in order to get to that financial level that we want. You know, you gotta start somewhere and I think that online commerce is a great place to start. Did y'all see the footage of NBA young boy um, like slamming his girlfriend um, down the hallway like in a hotel or something? And then, <laughs> and then, um, it's not funny. I'm laughing more at you ever see a situation just seems so fucked up and hopeless that you really kind of can't do anything but laugh. Yeah, that's how I feel right now. Anyway, so it's a video of NBA young boy and he is basically like slamming not basically he is slamming his girl around like on the ground in a hotel. And then the girlfriend, after he ends up going to jail, I don't know if he went to jail because of that incident, but somehow in between that and, and some time passing, he ends up in jail. So while he's in jail, the girlfriend gets on camera and she's like, she goes like on a live stream and she's like, oh, we were just playing. She was like, um... You know, we play like that all the time. I'll, I'll tell him, like, can you pull me? I bet you can't pull me. Da, 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 da. And I'm watching this girl and I'm just like, where is your mom and dad? <laughs> can we just talk about hood love and struggle love for a second? Hood love and struggle love has to go. Okay. Okay. So then... Another live stream occurs of NBA Youngboy's mom. And I just found out who he is. He's a rapper. Just for people that don't know, he is a rapper. Okay. Um, so he, his mother does a live stream. And I'm not exaggerating. Like, this is how his mom is on the live stream. She's like, 
sold my son in jail. I don't care because he in jail. What can I do? I can't do nothing about that. I mean, y'all better get that. Now, keep in mind, she has her impressionable teenage daughter or someone like that sitting next to her. And she's talking like this. And she's like, I don't give a fuck, bitch. He in jail. I don't give a damn. I, don't, I ain't got nothing to do with me. You know what I'm saying? I, what, what can I do? Free my son. You know? And, and I'm just like, oh, okay. It all makes sense on why he is the way he is. <laughs> okay. It's, it's, it's not too far to figure out why people have the problems that they have when you look at their family particularly their mother that tells you everything and hood love too many times in the hood it's um households without both parents lots of anger aggression anger and aggression brought on by the poverty brought on by the trauma of police harassment Uh, lack of education, lack of hope, lack of opportunities. So if we look at majority of these guys, you know, they grow up and, and if you pay close attention, a lot of uh, rap artists are basically crying out for help without even realizing it, calling themselves things such as project babies, fed babies, Basically saying, you know, no one ever loved me. I had to look out for myself. And I and some people listen to that and they vibe into it. But when I listen to it, I'm like, these are cries for help. This is a man saying, I need help. You know what I'm saying? These men grow up and be abusive to women and actually take, take uh, pleasure in abusing women because they were never given a nurturing They were never giving love, never given understanding. And this is why when every day, literally every day, I talk to my son and I'm like, how are you? You okay? Are you good? How you feeling? Because these men cry out for help with no answer. You know, they crying out for help in their music and don't even realize and everyone's just vibing, bopping to it, not understanding. This is pain. This right here, what you're hearing is pain. These boys coming from these fucked up households with fucked up parents and then turning out to be fucked up adults. And it's going to be their choice on whether or not we want to, they want to change. But in the meantime, these young girls, we need to be mentoring them. We need to be, uh, you know, being the example for them. Because this ratchet behavior has become too much of a norm and way too accepted. And we have to kind of break those bounds and make that be unnatural again. I feel the need to reiterate what the purpose of this podcast is, where I fall into that purpose, and what the goal is here. Okay, I want to say this for the umpteenth time, but this is just so important. It's something that seems like, you know, it's very hard for my people to understand. And that is, I want to make this clear. I want to say this on the record. I want to be quoted on this. I want this to be on my tombstone when I die. I do not wish to unify with all black people. I do not. Um, I am very selective on the type of black people that I am looking to support, looking to invest in. 
I am very particular on the kind of black people that I want to support me and invest in me. Um, and, and these are some of the guidelines on, on why I feel this way. First of all, there are certain things that we have not tried as a people. To put it simply, um, we have never just collectively just said, okay, you know, ain't no swirling and then holding each other accountable for that. If you're the kind of black person where your desire is just to, you know, have boyfriends, baby mamas and other casual relationships, then, you know, this does not apply to you. But I specifically want to build with black people who wish to get married to other black people. Um, my specific tribe are those who wish to have multiple children um, my specific tribe are men who wish to stay strongly in their masculine lane and women who strongly want to stay within their feminine lane. Um, my tribe is not for people that want to bring Jesus or Allah with them or whoever else. It is a strictly a spiritual tribe. Um, this tribe is not for anyone who hates their natural self or does not feel uh, beautiful as their natural selves you know this is very simple organic pan-african mindsets positive flowing positive energy that is what this is for if you fall outside of that category then by all means brother by all means sister live your life if that is working for you if you feel if you can say that you honestly feel fulfilled and happy you know, living the way that you're living, then by all means, continue doing what you are doing. For me, I've touched so much money in my life. Um, I've been up in my life. I've been down in my life. I've been loved. I've been unloved. I've been appreciated. I've been hated. Um, and we just pay attention to all our experiences that we have. And after all those experiences, we reflect back on what was important, what wasn't, what worked, and what didn't work. Us as a people have never tried to just do us. I think that we get our battle confused with the battles of other races. Now, for other races, it's very important for them to make changes in the future. Okay, they have a lot of work to do. They're coming from a violent, um, genocidal people. Now, for us, it's a little bit different. See, we have to go back. <laughs> See, unlike other races, we had all this shit right and figured out before. There is not necessarily any changes that we need to make in the future. We need to go back to the way we used to do things. When we speak about traditional behaviors, traditional behaviors have been proven to work because they worked for thousands and thousands of years until people decided to deviate from those said traditions. Um, I have no interest in new age or millennial thinking. Um, I really, my only desire is to go back to pure, unadulterated, hard down African ideals and spirituality. Um, so I just wanted to make that clear because, you know, I don't want anyone fighting me on how I feel. 
you know, I want you to be on what I'm on and then decide to jump on this boat. If you're not, that's fine. If you are, get your ticket. The stereotype of the big, black, mean, ugly, conscious woman is one that bothers me. I am bothered when people feel as though just because you have chosen to be for your people, that that means that you can't wear makeup, you can't do nothing with your hair, um, no kind of lashes, no type of brows, you cannot be sexy, you cannot show any skin, you need to just be barefaced. You know, natural haired with a big old baggy dress on and never smile. And I, I don't like it. I don't like it. It just, it doesn't feel good to me. I feel as though there are certain things that are just natural. If we examine women of other races, like let's take, you know, Hispanic women for an example. And please do not come at me with the Hispanic debate on if it's a race, if it's a culture. I know that... I am speaking in layman's terms just so people can understand what I'm saying. I have to put these disclaimers because otherwise I get like five page long emails like, well, you know, Hispanic isn't. I know that. Once again, this show is not about, you know, bells and whistles. We speak very plain and regular, regular. We speak regular. So everyone can understand. So I just want to throw that out there so that no one comes at me like that. I know that. My God. Anyway, let's just talk about Hispanic women and how important it is in their culture to look good for their men. Okay, and when you look at that, their men like that shit. Guess what? Our men like that shit. (laughs) We are losing our men to Hispanic women at a rapid rate. A very rapid rate. And when I pay attention to what brothers say on why this happens and just observe you know some common forces and how why they do that i think that they just admire the femininity they admire the beauty they admire the sexiness you know the being made up the 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 healthy flowing hair the you know the in a lot of hispanic countries like plastic surgery is covered by the by their insurance Like the women looking good for the men is that important. So this is not to compare our culture to other people's cultures, but it is to say that clearly it is important for women within a culture to look good for the men within that culture. You know, no one still to this day has ever given me a good reason on why you cannot be for your people but still be sexy, still be pretty, still make yourself up, still dress up. You know what I'm saying? And and the only reasons I get for this is because it makes men feel uncomfortable or because white people sexualize our body or because it's always because of someone else. And it's like, okay, Science is my God and science says that me as a melanated woman, I require sunlight on my skin in order to thrive. (laughs) And, you know, I see a lot of sisters that are super conscious and vegan, yet their skin still sucks. You know what I'm saying? They still just, they're not shining. And I'm like, sis, why don't you try putting on a sundress? Why don't you try putting your legs out a little bit? Why don't you try letting the air and the sun get to your skin? 
you know, walking around in frumpy, baggy, big ass clothes all the time is just, I find that, I, I just don't find it to be attractive. Like, I want to be sexy. I want to look good for my man. I want to, I want the men within my culture to feel proud, like to have a symbol of beauty within their own women. Like, I really do not understand what's the problem with that. Whoever, people can sexualize you wearing a fucking turtleneck. You know, if if you're basically telling me that we should cover our bodies up because of other people's low vibrational thinking, if that's the case, we should just tiptoe on everything in our lives according to what other people may think. Now, I'm not saying to walk around with your ass or your pussy out, but I'm saying that once again, I still have never received valid reasons on why you cannot be sexy, intelligent, um, and, and all that in one, you know, I think it just offends people like to see people like do it all, (laughs) but you know, you got to live in what's best for you, not for others. Can we just talk about how the dating scene fucking sucks? (laughs) Like in 2018, like I, I hear, I pay attention to brothers because when you pay attention to brothers, a lot of men don't really know how to express themselves only because they feel as though they have never really been allowed to. So with a lot of brothers, you have to kind of like read between the lines with them. Like you have to kind of listen to what they're saying without saying it. And like I hear brothers like complain about the intelligence um, or the maturity of sisters and I really felt as though you know that they were completely like you know over exaggerating or or tripping but I've been paying attention and I'm honestly a little bit scared at how dingy too many sisters are like dingy and desperate so you know we can say that there's like seven women to every one man but if we're looking at a black man that only dates black women okay so that automatically you know kind of um lowers the number of women available to him and then it's it's amazing how there are a lot of sisters that have absolutely no idea about their role as women have no idea about their feminine power, have no idea about their sacred wombs or healing. They're not even thinking that way to live in a culturally traditional fashion or form. Um, they're, They're completely uneducated on proper child rearing to rear an African child. Um completely ignorant on their natural beauty natural health and hair care and I'm like damn you know like I I really am seeing it now brothers like too many of our sisters literally are living in in love and hip-hop culture and and it makes me sad for brothers that really want to develop marriages with sisters that they can build real real nations with But when, you know, too many of our sisters only concern is, you know, trying to get your money or trying to look a certain way. Their only worry is, you know, gossip 
or dealing with someone else's man or how are they going to get their next 30 inch blonde weave installed and get their face beat like it's too many women where that is their life jesus weave money um gossip that's it i mean that's it immature irrational emotional behavior see we talk about women not dealing with abusive men but as men they have to be on the lookout for abusive women as well and an abusive woman is a woman who feels like she needs you to quote unquote deal with her attitude women who have like borderline bipolar mood swings and expect a man to put up with that and the men that actually sit and cater to this this drama and bratty childish behavior brothers i want y'all to know that i see the deficit i want y'all to know that i have seen the light in me as a black woman i am going to admit today that i see for myself that within our sisters there is severe uh, a severe lack of substance within our women i will say that um there are things that i have in the works to help combat that i've always dreamed of being a matchmaker and i know this sounds weird but <laughs> i've always dreamed of doing that like i would I, I just love like, I don't know, I just love love and I just love marriage and I just love seeing good, good blacks and, you know, aware black people unite because so many powerful things happen. So brothers, don't worry. I have things in store. We're going to get this figured out. Stay calm. Then we look at the issues for black women who are seeking the kind of mate that I'm seeking that definitely has to be a black man, definitely has to be an alpha male, definitely has to want to commit, definitely has to want to have children, definitely has to have the pan-African mindset, definitely can't be broke, definitely a man who is sexual, definitely a man who is confident, secure. These are all the things that, you know, we seek in a mate. And I know for me, all of those things are non-negotiable. There is not a single thing I just listed that I am negotiating on. Okay. I don't care. I, I, I'm such a busy thinker that I'm truly never really lonely. My mind is always like on 10. I always have something to do. So I just decided a long time ago, I would rather be single before I settle on a mate who is not what I really want or what I feel as though I deserve so we um we look at like for example I was in LA last week and me and my homegirl were coming out of hotel and it was a group of brothers coming in the door and we were coming out the door okay so I was 100% sure I knew <laughs> that these brothers were going to open a door for us and let us through. Do you know that these bitch ass niggas opened the door and then proceeded as we were walking out the door, they proceeded to fucking push past us to get in the door. Like damn near knocked us over to get inside. 
And me and my homegirl looked at each other and I was like, these are new niggas. These are the new niggas. These are the niggas that have been raised without their father in the household. Don't believe in gender roles. These are the type of niggas that be like, everything is 50-50 and women can do anything men can do and men can do anything women can do. These are those kind of niggas. So in the dating world for a woman such as myself, you're dealing with the number one threat, which is bitch ass niggas. Then you have to deal with institutionalized Negroes, Negroes that have been in jail and can't stay out of there and cannot change their lives. <laughs> then you have men that may be good men, but they have so many different women constantly trying to get at them that it makes it hard for them to focus on one woman to truly build with and, you know, truly um, start that a real relationship with um, too many men. Uh, still have like soul ties to other women and they're not really just a hundred percent like single and ready to build they're kind of like lingering with other women um it's hard being a woman that sets standards because you know you sit here and you say that i want this this and this yet sally down the street is giving it all away for free she ain't requiring no type of reciprocity she has no kind of standards and there's no rules nothing so it's like it's very hard to compete with sally because what sally's doing i ain't never doing that i ain't never doing none of that i ain't pressed i ain't desperate i ain't thirsty so there's a, a difficult battle going on on both sides of the spectrum between black males and black females I see it with the black men and I live it with us as black women. Um, I have a, a friend in California. She is organizing a, well, she has organized a singles retreat um, in Cali. And I want to bring something similar um, to Florida, but I want to thoroughly vet all the singles before we have the um, the getaway. And I would love to have people such as myself who are kind of on what I'm on, like a Pan-African singles retreat. Um, so the idea has been planted, it's manifesting. Like I said, what's really gonna take time is finding the people for it because like I said, they have to be right. But brothers and sisters on real nation building, like I said, don't worry. We have solutions coming. Just stay calm. It's happening. Sometimes I get so busy, I forget what, what day it is. What is today? Okay, today today is Tuesday. Okay, um, are y'all taking your kids to see A Wrinkle in Time? Um, I'm definitely taking my son's son to see it. Um, the book, um, I think it's better... I personally like to watch the movie before the book. I know some people say they rather read the book first and then the movie, but for some reason, I like the movie first because then I, I don't know, it helps me better visualize like the things happening in the book. I don't know. But anyway, I, I definitely think that's a great um, date night idea for the kids to go see that. Um, I... 
I've been wanting to drop more videos lately, but like I said, I have literally been like running like crazy. I have not been able to do as much video content as I really want to because there's a lot of topics that I want to discuss on my Instagram. Please make sure you're following me at Goddess Six Footer. And Goddess is G-O-D-D-I-S underscore six footer S-I-X-F-O-O-T-A-H. Um so yeah, I definitely am gonna have more video content uploaded soon. Um next week, next Monday, I will be dropping the topics for next Monday. Um at the end of this week. Um, I need I really need you guys to continue to hit me up about things you would like discussed on the podcast um, because that helps me so much because it's difficult like having a weekly show and by yourself you know I don't I don't have nobody doing this with me and to you know make sure that we're covering topics that mean something that people want to hear so please continue to send those to me um, so the show can continue. You can continue to contact me for sponsorship at stylesby6 at yahoo.com. Um, I love you, family. Um, I, I, I do have homework for us this week, which we discussed in the beginning of the segment, which is to start doing real activism work, which is to actively make changes within ourselves. Okay, that is real activism work. I I would like us all to um, look at what really makes a revolution and apply those things to our everyday life. Enjoy the rest of your day, family. Thank you for listening. Peace, love, and black power. And we will see you next week.